Jennings and this is a Kiwi original. Today I'm joined by Sophie Cooper and we discuss her business R Cosmetics, including what she's learned after acquiring the manufacturing business and what she's learned from her team who actually taught her initially how to make the bath bombs. These aren't the ones you find on the internet, there is a whole level of quality and detail and complexity that goes into them. Sophie is now getting her premium soaps out to market, including going from contract manufacturing to direct to consumer with her own brand called R. We also discuss failures and how Sophie sees them as learning opportunities and why that is important. We also discuss why R has joined by New Zealand Made. And I've got to say, this is one of my favorite chats Sophie's super honest about her transition from employee to business owner. It is absolutely inspiring. I encourage you to take a listen. Here we go. What was the thing that attracted you to uh, this soap manufacturing business that you've turned into the, the brand it currently is? Yeah, so it was about four and a half years ago, um, and I was working for a lady as a florist because uh, when I left high school in the UK I trained as a florist and I was a florist for 10 years um, so I was working and she also um, had a manufacturing business that sold soaps and bath bombs and she used to sell them in her florist shop um, and I just fell in love with the products and I used to sell them and buy them for myself and use them um, and then she decided to she wanted to concentrate on the retail side of her business and wanted to sell the manufacturing part. Um, so it was just, it happened so quickly. I said to my husband, um, hey, um, my boss is selling the business. Like, and we jokingly said, shall we buy it? And it, yeah, and then it happened. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, we just ended up, we just jumped on the opportunity because not really knowing what we were doing, just knowing that we, you know, loved the products and, um, I never had that much experience making the products. I used to come here and and help um, when they got really busy, um, but not the full-on soap make and things like that. So I had all that to learn as well. Um, and yeah, but also I was pregnant at the time. I, I had my first baby. So I was <laughs> just about to leave my florist job to go on maternity leave and we bought the business. So. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so at just the point where you were going to be winding down some of the work you were doing because you're starting your own family, you actually decide to do the opposite <laughs> and, and own yeah, business yourself. The opportunity just came up. That's it really that we just took it. So um, yeah, it was, it was a really hard time though, like trying to figure out how to be a mum and run a business which I pretty much didn't know how to do either <laughs> at the start so it was a big learning curve for me and um yeah it was hard work but um, I don't regret doing it like it's been a great journey so when you buy a business uh, usually there's a there's a whole due diligence phase of of seeing what the company does and who's employed there but you actually had all of that trust and belief already because you were you were on the inside you were already an employee um, what did you have to learn on the, the manufacturing side of the business to 
get you up to speed with the, the areas that you weren't working on day to day? Yeah, I mean, we were really lucky because the the staff stayed on, so they taught me a lot. So I pretty much came in and they taught me everything from scratch, like how to do the soap make, which we make 100 kgs of soap in one batch. So it's a um, bit, and our, the way we make it is quite unique to other soapers. Um, so it was, it's not like you could just go YouTube google and find out how to make soap it was a, like quite a complex recipe so um yeah i learned all that and there was all these recipes to follow and yeah the first time i made a bath bomb i like i just couldn't do it it's it just fell to bits so <laughs> i um went to like we're looking like freya she still works for us today and she's been promoted to like production manager and she she was the bath bomb queen she could just knock them out so fast and she taught me how to make bath bombs <laughs> so yeah really lucky that the staff um were here and and then as the time went on we kind of changed directions of the business like we were more um a contract manufacturer and we used to make for the previous owner as well but then we developed like the R brand didn't come along until maybe two years into owning the business um so then we created a whole new product range just for the R products um, so what so was what was that process like? Because this is the first time you get to put your own real stamp on the business to make it yours. Yeah, it was awesome because, you know, I'm naturally creative being a florist. So it, my favourite part of the business is, you know, coming up with new product ideas, new designs. Um, and we had all these recipes, but, you know, they were quite old and some of the ingredients, you know, didn't sit with our values. So we... I, like I'm not a chemist, um, <laughs> but I used to play around with different ingredients that were better, safer for people. Um, used to, yeah, just played around for ages and until I got it right, um, different fragrances. Um, and yeah, that was, that's the fun part. That's what I enjoy doing most, really, <laughs> is the creative. Um, what would be one of the, the products that when you branded as R that you introduced to the market that that you were really proud of? Um, yeah, there's a couple. I mean, we started off with just soaps and bath bombs because that's what we knew what we were making. Um, but, you know, the shampoo bars and conditioner bars, um, like super proud that we launched in New World. Um, like we were the first shampoo bar to, in grocery at the time, like just making something that's not that um, used yet um, in a shelf full of plastic bottles and then there's our little uh, shampoo bar sitting next to it on the shelf like that's a super proud moment for me like just making it a bit more accessible for everyday families and you know mums like me that are too busy like they want to make a better choice but you know you just have to go to the supermarket and grab what you can sometimes <laughs> So having it there on the supermarket shelf, like that's that's probably my proudest moment. Um, and then also the solid moisturizers, like that one here. <laughs> so like I came up with the the recipe myself, and uh, it took me forever, like so long, because it's basically equal to um, two bottles of liquid moisturizer. Um, but trying to get the consistency right, so it's not too hard or waxy, and you know it glides on your skin right and it's, you can it actually works like that's really important like there's a lot of um you know trying to be sustainable with products that you, you know they actually have to work well as well otherwise people aren't gonna 
switch over. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the Lotions actually won um, an award recently, um, the NZ Artisan Awards. Um, so yeah, that was super, something that I created completely by myself as won an award. That's another big proud moment for me, yeah. Awesome. Uh, what is the benefit with that solid moisturizer, for example, that you just showed? What's the what's the benefit of having it in solid form? Is it so it's more portable, or is it is it just for the environmental reasons, or are there other reasons? Um, I guess like the sustainability part is you know it's zero plastic. Um, the pot is completely home compostable, so you can once it's gone, it's zero waste. There's um, you don't know have to recycle it you can just pop, pop it in your compost bin you can even grow like little seedlings in it and then put it in your garden <laughs> um and you know a lot of moisturizers in plastic bottles are full of water so you don't really need that water so it's quite bulky so it's it's smaller you can put it in your bag go to the gym yeah you don't have to carry a big plastic bottle around with heaps of water which you don't need really <laughs> Now there was a, another product I saw on your site, and I, I just love the um, the description was lip kissable hydrating lip balm. What's the the secret to making great lip balms? We don't actually do lip balms yet. It might have been um, what we're planning on doing. So we're ah uh, yes, it is actually it's under our plans. My apologies. It says yeah, we're starting with a lip kissable hydrating lip balm contained in a compostable packaging. So that's something that's coming yeah so we're working on it they'll be very similar to the lotions but um in a smaller package so um yeah but i mean that we've had a few issues with because these ones um you push off the bottom so with the lip balm tubes because they're smaller it's a bit trickier and you know it has to be really perfect and right before we launch it and it's just finding the right um container for it but we've got the recipe ready to go because <laughs> packaging is such a big part of getting your product seen and entrusted um how did you get your product out to market like what were the what were the channels where actually you started to, to get sales and get some traction um i guess you know building a bit of a following on social media um i did a bit of that for my previous owner as well so I learned the basics and um I do all the social media myself um I, I don't really know really like <laughs> I I think I mean we did enlist a PR company so that definitely helped um and just to get us in front of some media and we work with some influencers that um you know that we, we call them our ambassadors so they it's really important that they actually love the product. Like I wouldn't just send product to people and um, if, if they didn't actually like the product for them to promote it. So yeah, everyone that posts about our products online, like I know that they really love using, they do use the product every day. And like their family people, like their kids use it and the moms use it. So it's, yeah, it's nice. And we're just building a bit of a, a following online and um, with myself posting, I think, it comes across a bit more relatable and authentic because yeah that's, <laughs> that's the way to do social media is um i always say the the most senior person in the company if you can have that person have some direct access then the audience really respects that voice because it's the 
know, it's the voice of someone who can listen to the feedback and make changes to the product. Yeah, I love talking to other customers and, yeah, it's the best way to do it on there. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy doing that. Now, you joined uh, New Zealand Made at the end of last year. What yeah. was the reason for that? Um, so I, it's been on my list of things to do for about three years, I think. <laughs> um, I knew that, you know, oh, I was like, I should do that. And, you know, being busy and trying to grow the business, like things just drop off my list every now and again. So it was just one of those things. And I think um, I just, yeah, I just got round to it. I was like, okay, I really need to do this. It's important. Um, you know, it's such a big selling point for us being New Zealand made. We need to showcase it a bit more. And that's, yeah, I finally did it. And it was such an easy process. So I was like, oh, that took, that didn't take long at all. <laughs> so I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. <laughs> it's, it's hard in business though, isn't it? When there's so much competing for your attention and there's a lot of working in the business, getting, making yeah. sure the team's happy making sure that you've got enough ingredients and supply and then making sure there's enough sales to cover the costs of the supply and the salaries. And then you've got growth and then you've got all these other businesses trying to sell you things. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how did you cope through the, the COVID year that we had in, in 2020? What Did that free up some space to, to um, think about things? Not really. I mean, I feel really fortunate that, we could actually still operate during COVID, like all the lockdowns, because we supply supermarkets and it's soap. Like soap's pretty important <laughs> at the moment. Um, and we used to supply soap to the supermarkets. And I actually thought we would be really quiet and I was worried. But, you know, the supermarkets still kept ordering and we had to keep supplying them. But we just figured out a way that only one person would come into the factory um, at a time like luckily we had plenty of stock made so it was pretty much just waiting to give it to the couriers when the orders came in um but you know having especially level four having um my husband was working from home as well because he has a corporate job um and our, we've got two little kids and they were both couldn't go to daycare so it was trying to both work and juggle the kids like that was the hardest for us so there's a lot of night shifts at the factory for me <laughs> um and yeah like my team were amazing like we just figured it out one person would go in at a time and get get it sorted but yeah it was um, but I mean I just feel so lucky that we can we actually did quite well through it compared to some businesses yeah what advice would you have for someone that is at the start of the journey that you were at four or five years ago as an employee thinking, actually, I want to strike out on my own. I want to start my own business. Now that you've, you've been through that journey and you've made your own mark on the business, uh, what advice have you got for that part of the audience? Um, I guess the biggest thing I would say is you know, with all your failures, like there's probably, I had a lot of failures, but I don't view them as failures. They're, it's your mindset. You need to think of them as learning opportunities, I think, um, and just not give up. Like if I could have given up so many times, like, um, you know, the struggles with like juggling motherhood and trying to grow a business. Um, yeah, it's, and ask for help. Like I'm, I was always, 
and thought, oh, you know, I can do it myself. I need to do it myself. I need to learn this. But, you know, you'd be surprised if you ask people for help, what the advice they're going to give you and how much you can learn from other people. And I mean, it's only recently, the last year or two, that I've took that advice myself. Um, and, you know, it's, I think it was because we're getting to the point where I actually physically can't do everything myself. Like, we have to outsource things and ask for help. And, you know, we've grown to a point now where my husband is, you know, he's just handed in his notice that it's a corporate job and he's going to join the business full time soon. So, Fantastic. yeah, happened like pretty much just last week. So it's really exciting. And, um, yeah, and the thought of having all this extra support in the business now for me is really exciting. So I can concentrate on the stuff I love, like creating new products. And, yeah, so I'm working on the business, not so much in the business and the daily grind all the time. <laughs> The New Zealand-made Kiwi trademark is relied upon by over 1,500 New Zealand businesses to gain a market origin advantage in the markets they operate, both domestically and internationally. Check to see if the good service or software that you produce is eligible at buynz.org.nz. Obviously, the business is at a stage where you can get more resourcing in, resource being your husband. What does he want to do and what are you going to put him to work doing? So he's, he's sales. He's all about sales. He's got big plans. Well, we've all, both got big plans. Like, um, we want to launch in Australia. Like We want to be a, a global brand, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, we've, um, we've grown on a New Zealand distribution and now we want to, yeah, we want are to be worldwide and that's what he's good at so I mean I think it'll be tricky managing working together living together because we're quite opposite people like um I mean he he helps out already but this will be his like yeah full-time job and you know trying to manage that and kids and family time it's yeah that's going to be our biggest um challenge I think in the next few months <laughs> Well, good luck on that journey and congratulations for the journey so far and for taking the plunge at a time where many would have said, let's just let this opportunity go by, let's just do one thing. Uh, you decided to do both. You came out the other end and then did the brand a couple of years later and now to, to be the, the main income for the family, that's a fantastic testament to the investment and in, in time into the team and into the product. So good luck on the journey. I'll be looking forward to receiving a a one of those lip balms when you get the yeah. packaging <laughs> just right. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks very much for being on a Kiwi Original. Really looking thank forward to, to sharing this with the, the New Zealand made fans. Cool, thank you. It was, um, yeah, it was great. Thanks for having me. That's it for another episode of A Kiwi Original. Remember to subscribe on the podcast or on YouTube to receive the next episode. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you think could benefit. See you next time. One of the big things we had right from the start that was we're going to push that it's New Zealand made. New Zealand made? 
carries a lot of weight outside New Zealand. People don't realize that. Well, you're by New Zealand and uh, we were really motivated by your professionalism at the outset when we first contacted you and that gave us the confidence to reach out to the rest of the New Zealand community to support this. We'll get two, three, four, five inquiries every day from people and their only question is, are your products made in New Zealand? You know, they don't want to know anything else. We knew there was demand in the market for a New Zealand made product, firstly a natural New Zealand made product. We have got New Zealand made. That was the first thing I signed up to. I was really proud of that. And um, you're very welcoming. So thank you, Ron. I think it's very, very important to sell in New Zealand as a New Zealand made product. Originally, we were having to import components from overseas. It wasn't until we shifted to our carbon fiber model that we were able to say that the product was made in New Zealand. And that was a huge, it was sort of a big goal for me. I wanted to have complete control over the manufacturing of it. Definitely, it's something that we've been belonged to right from the beginning. And it just put trust, especially New Zealanders, into our product. We've noticed recently, people have become so much more discerning about, they will upfront and say to you, is it really made here? And not have to rely on other countries and important components, especially in times like these, I'd, I'd, be, I'd have no stock. Being able to front up to that and show your logo and say, well, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand that you have to have a license to show that logo. We have also New Zealand made on some of the other brands selling over overseas. And it's something that people are looking for. The little triangle has been a part of our brand for a long time. Is that a, an investment or is it a cost? You know, can, we, can we spend it given what's going on? Uh, no, it's actually good value for us. Yeah, we, we are a Kiwi company, we are proudly Kiwis. It instantly had a, a fruitful conversation without any dancing around or holding back or everything came out. And that was that was part of the, how, why it was so invaluable. And so the best way to do that is to, to join the Binance and Make campaign, right? So. I, as you will see on any of my social media stuff, like, yeah, I put the Binance and Make logo. I'm classy on everything I can pass it on. But just being able to prove to people that it is New Zealand made and that we've got a story, that's great. You know, pretty proud to be able to do that.